Sometimes in the midst of contradictions of opinion between who to believe and who to agree with and who to honor with our life, we should always choose God's definition. Because God's definition is based on who we are, not on our expression. Sometimes people define us based on what we do rather than who we are. And God's definition is based on who we are. So if at any time you find yourself in that dilemma of what people think you are and who God says you are, and look at the difference what people think you are and who God says you are, because people do not have the right to label you. So you are valuable. You have royalty that God does not allow you, want to allow you to get lost and go to hell. He wants to bring you in. Look at yourself differently. See yourself as God sees you. Define yourself as God defines you. It will make you better. It will empower you to pursue life differently. When we, in the midst of conflicting opinions about who we are, we should never make a mistake of not running to God's definition over our boss definition, over our sponsor definition, over our children's definition. God's definition gives us hope that we can change and become what God wants us to become in reality. That's powerful. Can I repeat that? God's definition gives us hope that in case in practical times we see ourselves as if we are not qualifying to be and to do what God says we can do, there is hope that we have innate abilities and competencies to become and to do what God says we are. Hello and welcome to Expansion Revolution Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to bring this good news to you. We are in our new series. We are looking at God's definition, who God says we are versus what we think we are and what other people think we are. Have you ever been seen yourself caught between what your partner think you are or what your friends think you are or what your colleague think you are versus who God says you are? Because people have opinions over our life, but the only opinion which is factual about our life is God's opinion about us. And therefore, sometimes in the midst of contradictions of opinion between who to believe and who to agree with and who to honor with our life, we should always choose God's definition. Because God's definition is based on who we are, not on our expression. Sometimes people define us based on what we do rather than who we are, and God's definition is based on who we are. So if at any time you find yourself in that dilemma of what people think you are and who God says you are, and look at the difference what people think you are and who God says you are, because people do not have the right to label you because they don't know the constituents of your being and what makes you who you are. Only God knows. Now, let's look at how God defines us when we give our lives to him and who he makes us to be. Because sometimes we forget because there is no any visible, physical change in our lives when we accept Jesus and we get born again. We assume that we remain ordinary. But hey, we are extraordinary human beings living on planet Earth 
with all the physical characteristics. And when we switch to our divine being and how God defines us, we can then explore the best version of ourselves. And that's what I'm dealing with here. So I want us to look at God's definition number two, and I'm reading 1 Peter chapter number two, and I'm reading verse number nine. It says, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen generation, a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. What a text. This is one of the scriptures I read as a young man, and I got it and I grew with it to know that I am God's very own precious person. I think that's powerful. Now, what if I told you today there is royalty flowing in your veins? Yeah. Think about it. I've just said in our previous podcast, I argue that because you are a child, you have the DNA of God flowing in you. And the DNA of God is royalty in you. Now, remember what royalty does. I don't know whether you, you are in a country where there is kings, there are kings and there are, there, are, there are queens. Now, when you are born a king, you, yeah, you don't need to do anything for you to demonstrate you are a king. You just know there is royal blood flowing in me. And that gives you certain privileges. When you speak, when you do things, when you move, there are things that moves because you move. But you don't need to be going around shouting it and whatever. You just need to know that's who you are. Now God says you are a royal priest. There is royalty flowing in your veins. You have the DNA of God of royalty. Maybe you look at yourself, you are coming from a very poor background. Maybe you look at yourself, you look at the level of your education, and your level of education says, hey, you can never go this far. Maybe you look at your social background, says you cannot go this far. Maybe you look at your, at your image, how you look like, your competencies, your soft skills, and you want to decide your destiny based on what you have. It's not about that. It's about the fact that you are a royalty and when you come in people need to move when you come in opportunities need to come through into your life how about we start looking ourselves as God sees us put your hand on your chest and declare I am a royal priest I am a royal priest and one of my interests is to bring back the Bible into our lives and make it cool can you imagine it's cool for you to know you are a royal priest yeah it's a nice thing. You know what it means? It means you are associated with the divine being, with God himself. You represent him. You display. When God wants to shine, he shines through you. That's a privileged position. And I know people nowadays with a lot of things that wants to, that wants to undermine uh, the things of God, we, we, may, we may seem to run away from names that are more godly and that are more biblical. It is nice. It is godly. It's cool to know you are a royal priest. Put your hand on your chest, declare, I am a royal priest. That's nice. You're not only a child of God. You don't only have the DNA of God. You also have royalty in you. You are waiting for the right time for you to reign and rule with Christ. 
So you are, you are a chosen generation. Nowadays, I don't know what is happening in your country or wherever you are watching from. Here in our country, we have Tuesday, we call it Tuesday. So, so what Tuesday means, you choose people who have impact in your life. You display them in your social media, Facebook or your WhatsApp in their status and you shine through them. Now here's what it means. Can you imagine, God says in this generation, you are my chosen asset. So God is shining through you. Maybe you're looking down upon yourself. You're looking at your mistakes. You're looking at how you ran away from home, how you mistreated your children, how you made a mistake as a father, how as a young girl you didn't do things right. Hey, lay all those stuff down and begin to recognize there's somebody who is proud of you, who loves you, who shines through you, who looks at you and says, I choose you today. God is choosing you. Not because he's unaware of who you are and the mistakes and the faults and, and everything that has gone wrong with your life. He knows it, but he still chooses you and he wants to show you love. Wow. That's why I love Jesus, man. That's why I love Jesus. He chooses us not because he's ignorant of who we are and what we have done and how far we have gone in love. He still say, I can see where you are, but I think they still think that there's value in you. So I love you. I want you. Come in. So you are valuable. You have royalty that God does not allow you, want to allow you to get lost and go to hell. He wants to bring you in. Look at yourself differently. See yourself as God sees you. Define yourself as God defines you. It will make you better. It will empower you to pursue life differently. When we, in the midst of conflicting opinions about who we are, we should never make a mistake of not running to God's definition over our boss definition, over our sponsor definition, over our children's definition. God's definition gives us hope that we can change and become what God wants us to become in reality. That's powerful. Can I repeat that? God's definition gives us hope that in case in practical times we see ourselves as if we are not qualifying to be and to do what God says we can do, there is hope that we have innate abilities and competencies to become and to do what God says we are. Trust God's definition until you become it. Trust God's definition until you become it and reject and refuse and nullify human opinions that, undefi that undermines you and belittles you and defines you based on your mistakes. Choose to run with God's definition. It will make you better. Let's see you next time. Thank you so much for watching. Please, we have a feedback page now. Feedback email, it's oj at oj.com. You can give us some feedback there, oj at ojmatiba.com. I had forgotten Matiba in that word. So OJ at OJMatiba.com. Please let us know how this podcast are changing your life. That's all that we want to do. We want to encourage you to become the best version of who God says you are. Thank you for joining us. Let's see you next time.